Welcome to DC TV Talk, the fan podcast that's actually a crossover podcast. Legends TV Talk, Supergirl TV Talk, and yes, Flash TV Talk. We want to thank Frank and Tim for hosting this. This was really, really great. It's actually been up for a couple of days now over on the Supergirl TV Talk feed. We wanted to give it enough time so that we didn't take away from their downloads, especially since they were so gracious to both host us and also do all the production work. But they were also kind enough to let us release it on our feed as well. So this is looking back at the crossover event that was Heroes vs. Aliens over Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So... Without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this special episode of DC TV Talk. Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome to Beer with Geeks, where we talk about things. Wait, hey, no. What are you? No. No, this is Supergirl TV Talk. This is Beer with Geeks. No, this is Supergirl. I apologize. I'm drinking a beer. No, no, but no. You can tell the way I talk. No, but we're here to talk about the crossover. This is. You're. Wait. I'm always confused. Is this a crossover? Did we just become crossover friends? We just did a crossover. Yes. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. I guess this is. Do you know what? This is Supergirl TV Talk, the show where we talk about the CW's. Hit show Supergirl, and it's also it's also beer with geeks, uh, where we talk about geek things every week. Whoa! Yeah, wow! This and is amazing. Wait, I see. Is that is that Bo York? Hey, is that Flash TV Talk's own Bo, Bo York? York? What are you well, doing well, here, Bo York? To, wait, wait, Flash TV Talk panel. Dis- wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait. Wait, oh, I, I can see. I'm wait, here because I heard there was a panel to screen thing. Now, Bell, Bell was supposed to be recording something for Flash TV Talk. I don't know about that. Wait, Bell. Hi. Wait, B- Bell? What's he? Your co host, Bell, is here? I'm here too. Wow. Oh the only thing that would make this weirder is if one of Bell's co hosts from another podcast were here too, but that's just not going to happen. So, no, it's I, I, greetings yeah, and salutations. Hi. What is Will Benson? <laughs> it's wait, me. Wait. What? Greetings and salutations. It's Wilbur. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, okay, well, all right. There's way too many people here. I suggest that 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 we split this up, and maybe you, Supergirl guys, maybe y'all could just do a show, and then like we'll just kind of me and Bell will pop in for like two seconds, but don't worry about it because we'll just re-record that and put it on Flash TV Talk, huh. so nobody really even needs to listen to Supergirl TV Talk, mm. and then we'll just stretch it out, and then we'll you know for Legends TV Talk we'll just it'll it'll it like it'll just be a jumble because we're rushed to keep everything together, and um and yes, how about maybe, that? Maybe except you kind of look like my cousin. look the way that i see that is that our episode was the most important because we were the mid-season finale Uh, and so we had to be more important and then flip over somewhere else yeah but but you know i mean arrow was the hundredth episode so that was also kind of important yeah but there's nobody from arrow here to back them up on that. that's true we have that we have we don't have any representation hey now now, we did arrow tv talk season one and i feel like that whole episode was like It's a blast to get you guys all together. Uh, this, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we want to talk about the crossover and kind of give all the characters some some love. So why don't we why don't we start? So we started off with Supergirl on Monday, right? And so Supergirl we knew Supergirl we knew was the prologue coming into it. Well, we knew because we're involved in the show in some capacity. Sure. I'm sure a lot of people turned into Supergirl. Go, can't wait to watch me some heroes versus aliens. And then you're <laughs> like, where what what is happening? Where's Flash? Yeah. Where's Arrow? Where's I don't understand. Yeah, that was. Did you guys see that too? I was seeing that a lot on Twitter. The the feedback seemed to be like, "Where was everyone in this episode?" 
Yeah, full disclosure, I did not watch Supergirl live, but I did watch it immediately the next day once it was on Amazon Prime. And I was kind of sitting back. My thought was more of like, where's the aliens? Because I thought maybe Supergirl was going to tee up she the aliens. She is an alien. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, the the ones, <laughs> the not so pretty aliens. The uh, They were the- all in the bar. They got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> <I> remember that? <laughs> that, that? That was the heroes versus aliens of Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, actually, there was, yeah, there was some, there was some aliens versus heroes in that. So, um, so we we kind of knew, we knew going in, and Andrew Kreisberg said, you know, it was for a very logistical reason. We knew it was good. They knew it was going to be her midseason finale. It had to be. It had to be that moving into the rest of the crossover. And they said, and last year it was flash and arrow that crossed over with some legends sprinkled in. And so mm. this year was some Supergirl sprinkled in with some flash arrow and legends. And I think you have to build to something like you have to, you have to keep coming back for more. If they threw everything at us, like if Martian Manhunter was there and they like, they got literally everybody that they possibly could into this episode. Like, why am I going to like, of course I'm going to watch another one, but like, give me, you need something to build on. That's fair. That's that's definitely fair. And I will say, uh, I did enjoy. I mean, I, I kind of felt like this was their opportunity to say, "Hey, everybody who's not watching Supergirl, this is our chance to kind of give you a really great Supergirl episode." And so mm. you kind of get a sense of what it, the show's all about. Yeah, that's an actually that's a very fair point because there's a lot of really good character moments in that episode that really much encapsulate the first eight episodes of the show. So it's like, Hey, guess what? Maybe if you liked the rest and you liked her for these other episodes, maybe you want to come back for, uh, after the mid season break sort of mid season. Yeah. Quarter season. Break. Yeah. Oh, I, Supergirl's on mid season break. Yeah. Yeah. That was January. That mm-hmm. was the mid season oh, wow. finale right there. Yeah. It's, it's odd. They're a little out of sync. They started a little out of sync too. Yes. Uh, but so, so now and the rest of the shows are having their finales this upcoming this, week, this coming week, right. although I think, was that the last one? No legends has one more too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. The rest of them are all having their finales this coming week. Yeah. I will say in terms of the character of Supergirl, like, man, once we got like, once she progressed along the way, uh, I, I loved her. I mean, like there's, there's something about what they established in the original flash Supergirl crossover between the two of them, their relationship, this kind mm-hmm. of brother sister team up yeah. thing is precious. I love it so much. It's like, if I didn't, I, I would, I would ship them so hard if I didn't already <laughs> ship, you know, a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're shipped out specifically Barry and Iris, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Supergirl was, I, you know, I didn't quite get enough of her in arrow or in legends. But I thought she was like kind of the breakout star of the Flash episode. Yeah, big time, right? big time. When they yeah. asked her like how you know how super are you or what's so special about uh, you, and she flew up and carved her S into the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, please stay! I want you to stay, <laughs> be in this universe and this television show forever. Just stay, please. I know she she was you know I I always have a little of a latent crush on uh, on her, and Tim has a, a it's no secret on our show that Tim has a major crush on, on Melissa Benoist, but uh, well, like a regular human, like a regular being, human sure. being would. Yeah, yeah. But, Don't make me sound like a weirdo. But even more so for me, this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, buddy, you are. Never mind. That's a, um, it's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, I, I for sure like was just like I had like I, I was the embodiment of the heart eyes emoji when she was showing off her powers for the rest of them there in the Hall of Justice, the freaking Hall of Justice, you guys. Oh, yeah. the, the airplane hangar, the of hangar justice. of justice. Yeah. It's where they like hang the their justice. justice. Yes. <laughs> it's just a giant coat hook. Home is where you hang your yeah. justice. <laughs> 
All right. So I guess yeah, that I, I I personally I liked how in that 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 she kind of went bad for a while, and you got to kind of see her interact with each of the other heroes in this, or well, with Barry, or really, you know, as more of an antagonist than as you know. Yeah, and, I agree. And using her powers differently than she normally does. She was a lot more aggressive. She was a lot more, you know, assertive with that. Kind of showed us what Supergirl can be, mm-hmm. you know, as time goes on. It's true. I, I personally like the training sequence more than anything. Oh, like yeah. them just trying yes. everything they possibly could to fight her. I actually loved even the lead up to that where they like Barry's voted in charge and like and all of it's just like training sequence against Supergirl. <laughs> training sequence against Supergirl. <laughs> and and Sarah's just Have like, Are we supposed hot- to pretend that we can't hear him? <laughs> like you know. Have y'all seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. yes. I, I, I totally bet that entire scene when Barry is like, you know, promoted to leader, the, the whole thing I could think of was uh, when, uh, you know, Nicholas Angel, he's on the scene and he's like, you know, the, the other guy, the dopey guy who's like, quote, in charge is like <laughs> trying to uh, figure out what he's supposed to do. And Nicholas Angel just says it and he just repeats what he says. Yeah. And he's like, oh. yep, yep, hold on off the area. Yep, very yep. good. <laughs> yep. yep, exactly right. The greater good. Oh, the greater good. Um, so good. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think all of that is strong. I really liked uh, her. I really liked this established dynamic, I guess, between all of like these are the figureheads of their shows. You know, so there's like this you have this new DC TV Trinity with Arrow, Supergirl and Flash. Right. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What is Legends? I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Well, We're still trying to figure I'm, that out. When Superman and Wonder Woman love each other very much and have a redheaded stepchild. They create uh, a Batman. <laughs> no. No, um, no I, I think so. So like, but I mean, like there's the, the regular DC trini- uh, Trinity of Wonder Woman, Batman and Superman. Right. And so and so we've created this new like this new parallel version with Flash, Green Arrow and Supergirl. But mm-hmm. I think Ray and Sarah are the figureheads of their respective shows, because if you like, I think they had more to do across the board that like in every episode, especially Sarah, mm-hmm. I think if you really had to pinpoint Great. another one, it's Sarah. Yeah. 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 Sarah <laughs> had like they were kind of stepped her up this this uh, crossover and really gave her a lot to do. In terms of the other shows, uh, like, in, you know, the sidekicks of the other shows that really kind of carried through the entire crossover, you had Cisco and Felicity, and I think that's it. You know, that's not necessarily a, uh, as you say, figurehead of the show. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with I that. I would agree. Um, uh, Professor Stein, yes, um, and yeah. Firestorm. Um, well, let's talk about it. So that was so that was Supergirl. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Flash and talk about characters from the Flash. Um, and so let's let's start with Cisco. Actually, instead of talking, since we're kind of talking about these tertiary characters anyway, um, Cisco and Felicity, along with her, are major players in this. Yeah. And Cisco, especially, is a major mopey player. In <laughs> yeah. Sadsco, as I like to call him. Yes, Sadsco, Sadsco, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I I get I get the, the you know the criticism of of you know I think we even mentioned on Flash TV talk nobody likes to see mom and dad fight right so like there's this sense right. of wherever. Uh, Cisco and Barry are not getting along that it's less fun for the viewer because they want to pull for the team. I think the drama that they've had between them is definitely fair. And I think that, you know, the uh, the Mm -hmm. tension that's been between them has been fair and everything I was down with up until 
the Legends section of the crossover mm. where all of a sudden Cisco has this major 180 character move where it's like, ooh, time travel, fun. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to miss out on this. And it's like, dude, this does not make sense for Cisco right now with what he has just experienced and the grudges that he is holding to be this excited for time travel. Now, obviously, they used it to kind of resolve that relationship, but it seemed insanely forced to bring him to that place out of nowhere, in my opinion. I agree to a point, but I think it is, regardless of how depressed somebody is or mad or angry, when something so radical and fun comes your way, it's almost impossible, especially for somebody like Cisco, to be like, nah, I'm not feeling time travel today or whatever. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I know what I know what Bo's saying because – uh, like if if he had been less mopey throughout, then I'd be fine with him being like, "Oh my god, OMG, time travel!" Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but him being all like, "No, everything is terrible. Everything's terrible," and then like immediately be like, uh, "Everything's terrible except time travel, though." Right? Like that. Well, that it seems sudden. It seems sudden. well. It's it seemed to me though that throughout the episodes, he was only mopey with Barry. Like when he yeah. would go off and talk to Felicity, he was more Cisco-ish. He was making jokes. He, like in the Arrow episode, he's walking through Arrow Cave and he's like, when they named that girl, whatever they named her, you know, he's like, oh, I'm liking you guys. You know, he had more pep in his step when he it, it was being around Barry, I think, that caused him hmm. all of that angst and, you know, to go all millennial on us. And I think the minute <laughs> he got in the time ship, you know, again, he was more like old Cisco. Well, when you know, he first met, uh, when they when they jumped to Supergirl uh, Earth 38. because Superman uh, first came out in nineteen thirty eight, mm -hmm. that was a, that's a fun oh, Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, there we go, nice, nice. Well, because when they first jumped over there to go pick her up, uh, when Barry introduced Cisco to Supergirl, he said, "This is my friend Cisco," and he's like, "Hold up on the friend bit, I'm his coworker." That's but right. it still came off as like Happy Cisco. That's right. Yeah, it, in Supergirl, it, it did. Out of context, it did. Yeah, yeah, and that that was that was interesting to me. But uh, it, it, there was a little bit of Mopey Cisco, though. I think it was on Arrow when they talk about uh, the uh, 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 which characters that he was dropping the movie references, talking about uh, Alder talking, and Company. He, uh, he was talking to Mister Terrific. Mister Terrific, there we go. And uh, that that was that seemed to be a little bit Mopey Cisco as well. Uh, but yeah, he did have a one eighty though when he was talking that when they gave the name to uh, Metal woman with laser eyes cyber woman or what it was cyber it, or... woman. there we go wow <laughs> comics i did not recognize her no i didn't either no. i think she was a you know throwaway electro woman reference i have no idea and no, what yeah, it but... actually made me think of it made me think of superman 3 the end where the woman gets turned into like a weird creepy cyborg yeah she, that's oh, what it made yeah. me think of interesting yeah which used to actually give me nightmares as a kid. So yes. that movie gave me nightmares for yeah. two different warring reasons, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what do we all think about uh, about Barry specifically uh, th throughout the crossover? He was kind of the leader, um, and uh, you know, even though he was really the puppet leader, taking orders from 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 Oliver, getting suggestions from Oliver. But he was kind of the glue, you know, that held this all together because he's the one that pulled in Kara and 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 pulled everyone in, really, ultimately. Um, so as as the glue and, and, you know, you guys specifically being the Flash TV talk guys, you know, what did you think of, of Barry sort of tying every everything together? I thought uh, yeah, Barry. Oh, I, I thought Barry pulled an HR. Uh, he was an ideas guy. Right. Because, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier that he was kind of a pseudo leader. He pulled everybody together. Sure. And like, you know, that was his idea to, to, to get all heroes together. But uh, he didn't know what to do as a leader. He was promoted to that position kind of unprepared. And so uh, that that was kind of interesting to see him. 
I thought he might, you know, accept the role and and take it and roll with it. But he seemed a little less prepared than I would have hoped. Well, you know, to me, it, it kind of plays with the relationship with between uh, Barry and Oliver, right? Because, you know, he you're right. He is the ideas guy. He's like, hey, I got an idea. They've got a bunch of superpowered aliens. Well, we've got a bunch of superpowered people. We should get all together and and make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think in his mind, he was thinking and then era and then, you know, Oliver is going to come in and, uh, you know, save the day and tell us all what to do, which yeah, granted, he kind of did. But on Oliver's side, he's thinking, look, these these things that are happening, this isn't urban warfare. This isn't me beating up criminals in the streets anymore. This is way beyond me. And Barry really kind of needs to kind of needs to man up a little bit here. Right. Like yep. it's, it's done. He's been kind of the, you know, kind of the, the the little brother running, running behind his big brother for some time. But, you know, now big brother has his own stuff that's going on. And by the way, little brother has superpowers. So maybe little brother should be leading the superpower charge. Mm. He uh, needs to metahuman up. Boom. There, there, very good. Boom. Yeah. I think well, it's also, the other. Oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, OK. Um, I think I, I, Oliver also has experience building and training teams like that's what yeah, Arrow Season 5 is, is great. Um, uh, that's what Arrow Season 5 is all about. Right. And so and Barry is like the only person that he's had to train is like barely Jesse Quick mm-hmm. and like very and barely even less than that Wally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just. Um, so that's out of his wheelhouse completely. Yeah. His team kind of formed around him. They came kind of to him organically, whereas Oliver is forming a team right now. But, but, but Oliver is also a grumpy pants. That's right. And is more (laughs) likely to piss people off. Mm -hmm. And so Barry is a, a source of inspiration in a way that Oliver is never going to be. He's much more affable friendly likable mm-hmm. in in ways that oliver isn't necessarily yeah Barry's you know. well, he, he, he's superman it, it's it's the same dynamic they have in the league it's he's like superman superman may be the leader the figurehead leader and the guy standing out front and answering the questions but usually when it gets down to it batman's like lantern go shoot that arrow go and shoot that i'll be standing here yeah. and suit clark go do something you know i agree he's it, the leader the strategist does not need to be yes. the the figurehead leader of the team. Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. I agree. That's a hundred percent correct. Well, and so the the thing, of course, that kind of held back, you know, held Barry back was that this was his big moment for the entire DC universe to to be aware of what he did with Flashpoint. That's right. Uh, and and to really kind of hold him accountable. And you know, you know, one thing I think that we've been talking about this season on on Flash TV Talk is that. You know, Barry has not had an opportunity to really uh, feel the weight of his actions. You know, he, even when he was in Flashpoint, he's going to be bopping around up until it was like, nope, nope, nope. This is too tough. I'm going to go back and reset. And then he resets it and then everything's rough. And then he's like, sorry about your brother, bro. Like he's just mm-hmm. he's been very kind of easy going about it. And right. this was a good opportunity for everyone to stare him down and be like, you did what? Now, that being said there's a lot of hypocrisy in that group that was staring him down looking at the legends folks uh with this whole (laughs) time travel and like you know i the as we got further along into the crossover near the end with everything that happened in the end i was like all right barry you need to step up and be like when when they suggest oh we'll just go back in time and get this guy like no 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 no, don't you dare don't you dare two nights ago have this whole meeting where you're all looking at me <laughs> out of you for going back in time and we're gonna fix this situation by going back in time uh-uh no sir i, I kind of wanted barry to do that exact thing and be like whoa 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 hold on you guys are mad at me for time travel messing up everything and then you're just gonna say hey, go back to 1951 and kidnap an alien that's a great idea sure nothing bad could possibly happen from that <laughs> but yeah no 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 he was like ah, uh, yeah sure whatever time travel works for me i, I think i think Oliver's reaction is actually the most genuine out of everybody's like there is no hypocrisy from him, you know, mm-hmm. and like 
Kara, it doesn't actually really affect her, right? You know, like, it's not her universe. Let's get off her timeline. <laughs> yeah, she's like, whatever, nothing changed Adam. Nothing changed for me. Hooray. Or boo, who's to say? Um, but, you know, like, this is the first time Flash has even, like, told Dig that something different has happened to his world, uh, which I think Dig handles it really well, considering, um, mm. because that's a we- – like, who do you turn to in that? Like, so my – the gender of my child is different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this child that I used to have is, is gone right. now. He and, and guys- Stein should have a conversation more than anything. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys talked about this a little bit on Flash TV Talk this week about, you know, the the – how how he took that and and how someone would take that um if it were you know if it were, if it were you um and i i agree with you tim i think that that he took it kind of pretty like in stride for the most part like mm-hmm. he was taking it back at once but he he kind of you know he forgave barry yeah. relatively easily right. when you think about as, the series but as with like dig takes a lot of things in stride you know yeah you yeah. know that's just that's just in his nature it's his personality um, right but i like oliver's reaction with you know I would have done the same thing, and you absolutely know I would have. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, right. Rose before yeah. Flashpoint. You know, well, I, I think with Dig's reaction too. I mean, part of that was, I mean, the the thing about character with Dig that they've been doing this whole time. Anytime they do a crossover with Flash or whatever, now with Supergirl, his response is kind of always like, "I don't know what's happening here." So when somebody comes up to him and says, "No, no, no," I went back in time and changed the gender of your child. I don't think he actually gets it. No, no, he said he said very specifically. He's like, "You're telling me I had a daughter, Barry." Like the way he yeah. delivered the line, like I, that still like resonates with me. And you're, y'all are right. He he took it in stride, and and you know I feel like Barry got off easy on that one. Mm, I agree. And the only reason I'm kind of okay with it is because, admittedly, I'm kind of sick of that. You know, the guilt of the entire universe being on him. So I am kind yeah. of ready to move past that. But but I will say he got off really easy. Yeah. yeah. Here's my question. Uh, did Diggle know what happened to Cisco before he told, uh, before Barry told Diggle that he had a daughter? I don't think I so. I don't think so. Okay. Because that would be my question is if, if he knew that Cisco's brother was basically killed because of Flashpoint, maybe that would be easier for him to accept that his daughter's gender was changed. That, that's true. And, hey, and, I still have and a not kid. that she was killed yeah. or something. Yeah. He still has the kid. So it's not, you know, but but if that didn't happen, then yeah, he he took it pretty good, pretty well. There you go. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything until you fixed it. Took <laughs> it. You had to fix it, Phil. You yeah. had to yeah. fix it. We would we would fix it in post if not. <laughs> Just like well. he would take it well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So let's. So uh, there's a little bit of Wally and and Joe and Iris all in this episode to, for the Flash characters. So let's talk about them for a second. Um, I want to I want to say in some scenes Wally's arms are so ridiculously long. I don't know. I I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> He looks slightly. He's a he's a good actor, and he's he's, he's his American accent is great because he's British, and you would never really. I did you not know ne- that. Yeah, see, you would never know. He's he's really good. I really like him, but sometimes it's, he's so gangly, and it's like he's actually also Plastic Man. Did you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Um, uh, that's, hey, no, look, man, that's uh, something I've never that, said before. I just needed to get it out there. You know, <laughs> it's a safe he's, space. He's, he's a teenager. That's part of it, man. He's, having a, the, he's a runner. It's fine. Into your arm. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about do you do you buy into that little that that thread of 
um, you know, it's been on previous episodes and you guys have talked about it before. So, you know, like the protection of Froer, Wally and everything like that. Personally, I liked it in this because it allowed him to be a little heroic in his Flash episode. It progresses his character forward, um, which is also great. But at the same, but at the same time, give me wait until next year's crossover for me to see Wally in a costume. You know, I don't want to see that mm. right now. Get- uh, you know, I felt like when we when we were on the Flash episode, Wally didn't have a costume. I felt I really I did think he should have, and I think also that Cisco should have gone full out costume as well. Oh, uh, I thought he was going it, to when he opened the box, and there was yeah, a yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to. I was I was the ready thing for is, it. Like it bugged me, but it didn't fully bother me until we got over to Arrow. And like I'm seeing a bunch of guys because I'm I'm not watching I'm not up to date with Arrow so all of a sudden like I'm seeing a bunch of dude like a guy wrapped around like like a mummy and then another guy and yep. the, the cat on his on his jacket wild and dog I'm like, a cat I think you need here. to look at the difference between cats and dogs just, <laughs> just wild dog dog has never looked like a like a like a real dog it always looks kind of no you it's know, wild looking. Yeah, that is true. But yeah. regardless, yeah, and, and and you know, Camel in the chat saying Ragman. I, I I know I know who these characters are, but my point is that they're all like rocking costumes, and I'm like, well, why why do these Arrow newbies get costumes, but our longtime you know heroes over on Flash don't don't get to deck um, out for the big crossover? I can answer that because I I am up to date. So um, they they're all independent vigilantes at the start of season five they're not in, they're not involved. independent throw your costumes on now right right that's what we're going for no it's no not. that was not no. what we were going for I, no. I, I, I greatly apologize yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you can't take me anywhere yeah <laughs> um so I just lost my train of thought. So it's not like they're not involved in Oliver's world the way that say like um um uh, uh well even Wally is, but I was gonna say something like the Adam is or something like that. Or or even um or Speedy or Arsenal or they're not their stories were independent moving into season five. So right. they've they put on that costume themselves. And would you call Wild Dog's outfit really a costume? He's wearing a jersey <laughs> and with a hockey mask you know mask. he's doing that old uh you know what, what's his Casey face jones from, thing uh, ninja turtles yeah, yeah Casey, Casey jones, jones Casey thing jones. yeah with I, guns I the, instead the of hockey sticks dogma. yeah like um, the hockey right. hooligans yes. from dogma yes yeah that's, yes. that's what so i picked good. up on now but what's, i mean so like it doesn't matter that, if they're wearing characters or not and the only first the only one to get that like character arc progression is curtis mr terrific and he's been working on that since last season that's right yeah all right fair enough all right yeah by yeah, the way, that logic. guy's the fastest braider in the world. What? Oh, he's oh, so yeah. fast. It's amazing. His true That's superpower. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be his actual superpower is the ability to braid his hair in like a split second. It's got to be like a machine that, that like Felicity was just like, oh, yeah, it braids your hair in like two seconds. Like, Felicity, you could make millions of of, <laughs> of millions and millions of pennies off of this. Yeah. <laughs> Just one of the one of the many rejected inventions over there at, at Smoke, smoke te- Industries. Yeah, yeah, right. Smoke technology, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, the, but let's talk about let's talk about Arrow One Hundred then, um, because this was I think I think it was Bo that said it's like remember all those things in season one, um, but it was really more like remember all those things in seasons one and two. Yeah, that was really what I because it was a lot of Moira and uh, Moira right. and. Um, 
you know, Mr. Queen starts with Robert. Robert, thank you. I was going to say Roger. They bring him back. Why couldn't they bring it back for Flashpoint? I'm still holding out hope that one day we get an alternate Robert Queen who's the Arrow. I know we got that on Earth 2, like as a cameo. Yep. But like, I want want a storyline there. I think that's. You know, I mean, he's around and the guy's in good shape. I don't see, you know, just throw him in Oliver's old costume. If it fits Dig, it's probably going to fit Robert Queen. And just like, even if it's like a picture in the newspaper in the background, that would be fun too. Just so you kind of know it's him. I want a story. That's what I want. And I, they can do well, it. Well, you have to it. catch up on Arrow first. <laughs> <laughs> deal, deal. Right. That's what it is. I will, I will go Alicity all out for two years. And that's oh. what it takes. Wow, that's that's big. That's that's a commitment. It's good. <laughs> Um, that's a commitment that Elicity did there. not finish. Um, <laughs> wow, spoiler. <laughs> um, so I, personally, though, I mean, like, I'm digging in. I thought it was a really well acted, uh, really thoughtful piece yeah. for a hundred years because it could have hundred years, a hundred episodes. Dear God, no! Oh goodness, <laughs> it could have felt like a clip show. Yeah. Yes, it yes. did. You think it did? It did. It felt it actually. It felt like a hundred. You know, anniversary issue of a comic, which, you know, I think they said in an interview they were going for. It had that same kind of anniversary type idea. Even showing Tommy at the end was oh, well, like, I was that, like, oh, I miss him. That that I agree with. Like, I think it, like it did feel like that, like if that's what they were going for. But it didn't feel like, you know, the cast of Friends sitting on the couch going, remember that time? And then yeah. that would have been it, you know, like sitting in the arrow cave going, oh, yeah. do you remember that time that I like killed a bunch of people when I was just the arrow? <laughs> like, you know, good times. <laughs> remember when I was the hood and I just, you know, didn't Murdered care. People, like, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Remember when I told Malcolm Merlin that the name Green Arrow was stupid? Yeah. <laughs> what a good Easter egg that was. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so I, I'm glad it was. They brought in everybody that they could. There was some real emotional weight for Oliver and for Thea, and for Sarah. I I loved the reason that they they took Ray and Sarah to, you know, like they took the cast of Arrow because they're non-powered. Dominators took them because they're non-powered, and they wanted to, you know, scope out some information on the metahumans because they they knew they could hold them. Yep. That's a really, it's a really smart way to get into Arrow's 100th episode. I got to tell you, I did not know going into this that this was Arrow's. Like, I, I didn't have the the foreknowledge that we were about to get Arrow 100. Okay. Uh, and I would actually say that, you know, that this of of all the episodes in the crossover, um, if you if if you even well, I don't know that I fully consider Supergirl as part of the crossover because it was more of just like you know, prologue, just, just the prologue. It, it was a prologue, uh, and her so and that scene her was also in Flash, so it's like really hard to you know exactly exactly. Yeah. So it's one of these things that if you look at the the actual crossover as, you know, the story itself being, you know, flashed through legends, I felt like Arrow was a major sucking the energy out of the room because it's like, you know, wait, alien invasion. And now we're going to go into the Matrix and get this kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun seeing all these people, but all it does is make me kind of miss those people in those storylines. It doesn't necessarily get me excited for Arrow, and it certainly doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the Dominators, which if this is supposed to be like this epic crossover event what's going on there yeah. i would even say happen yeah right but i would even say that a lot of what happened in legends with it being so rushed to wrap up um is is kind of it seems like we traded a lot of time here with you know doing what we had to in terms of supergirl being its finale 
and or, I'm sorry, mid-season finale and Arrow being its 100 episode, we really only had two episodes that we mm. had to cram our episode story into. I actually 100% agree with that. Even though I enjoy, I really loved that Arrow 100 episode, I enjoyed it as Arrow 100 right. and not right. as the second part of the yeah. crossover. It definitely felt like a placeholder in between. But I also liked it as an, an opportunity to showcase these other vigilantes as part of the team with Flash and Supergirl. Yeah. Like, give us something to do. We can, like, where, where the B, where Justice League international or you know where justice league brazil or antarctica Antarctica, yeah um i i i feel like it it did it did take kind of a serious uh downturn in momentum in mm -hmm. in that episode like uh, flash really kicked things up and and i was all excited for for the next night and then it just sort of like went let's slow it down a little bit and then legends kind of ramped way back up again and almost too much happening too fast and, and shifting away from characters like the, the pacing was way off for me after after the flash like Arrow and Legends. I felt like the pacing was it was way too slow in in Arrow and then way too fast in Legends. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it with needed that. to be more even keeled throughout. I thought I, I, I agree. I think everybody kind of agrees with that, right? It's like totally. when you're fast forwarding on your DVR and you accidentally like you're trying to hit play and you can't you fast forward through like the first 15 minutes of the episode yes and you're like ah whatever i'll just continue to watch from here because i don't want to like <laughs> do the whole rewind the fast forward thing again every time but yeah literally every time i watch agents of shield that is <laughs> <laughs> i don't care enough whatever it's, uh, they're they're doing things oh i, I see know. fire play ghost rider someone yeah. else is hydra <laughs> yeah. now i don't know yeah. see now that's interesting because that's what i do when i watch legends of shield <laughs> <laughs> oh he went <laughs> Legends of Shield. Wow. Uh, wow. So they have Ghost Rider and Agents of Shield now. That's awesome though, right? It it's actually really it's really good. I've I have i have been watching a couple episodes and I, I'm I, I need to get caught up, but yeah, I've enjoyed it thus far. It's I, think, been, it's I, I haven't enjoyed it this much since like like exactly post Winter Soldier. Like that oh, was wow. yeah. yeah. So mm. anyway, not the show. Wrong universe, guys. Yeah. Get out of here. Wow. Get back in your blue hole. Come on. Yeah. Go back to Marvel. Marvel's a different thing. This is almost like when Kara said Earth, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That kind of bothered yeah. me. Hang on. With that Earth's Mightiest thing, I, it kind of reminded me back when Smallville did Justice. Yeah. Now at the very yeah. tail end of that episode, uh, uh, the, the then Felicity character of Chloe. Uh, of Chloe uh, turned to Clark and said, you sure do have some amazing friends. And I was like, wait, no, he has super, super friends. friends. Yeah. Spider-Man Missed opportunity. No, I, but I don't, I don't know if it's like, was it, is there, is there some sort of like, like memo somewhere that says like, take a dig at Marvel? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean like Marvel takes digs at DC too. So sure, yeah, by sure. not referencing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They ghost DC. They take the high <laughs> like, road. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, so I just, I think it's just fun play across, yeah. across the way. But I think there's so many like titles and catchphrases and all these things in one universe. Like you don't need to say somebody else's publications thing. Right. You know, I, I don't know. They could have said world's finest to me. That's what I would have liked. Mm -hmm. Will. yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I would have. That's what I would have liked. <laughs> Or Supergirl like catches you know Green Arrow as he's falling off the building. It's like Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> I did like that catch actually. I liked their I liked their back and forth. He's like, look, I need some normalcy, mm. 
and like you're almost there but not quite and i need you to step away and slash i'm going to apologize because you saved my life That's- okay so is that is that normal like does supergirl take that kind of stuff over on her earth i mean she doesn't have an oliver on her earth to push her away like that the closest would be hank maybe but he's not really like but that hank's, anymore but hank's also he's no, on her- hank is evil Jean. Jean, sorry. Um, just get it right. Jean, Jean oh, was, you know, was sort of keeping her at arm's length, but now he's he's welcomed her in more, so it's not really like that anymore. Yeah, there's not. She doesn't have to deal with that really on her. She the even cat. says, and, she even says, like, there are only two heroes, like big heroes, yeah. and yeah. Supergirl and Superman. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah, that's it. There and are after the city reference in Supergirl earlier this season, that's everybody's right. like, "See, there's a Batman. There's a Batman." And she went out of her way to say, "No, no, yeah. no Batman. No, because no, there's, there's, there's a there, Gotham. Doesn't mean there's a Batman. There's a Gotham, yeah. and there's a vigilante with the demons and gadgets that Superman has worked with. But like, right. well, but like, well, and so like, you put your hands together and you're like, yeah, I get what, like, I get what you're doing. But right. like, but that character, whether it be Batman or not, I mean, it could be the question for all we know. It doesn't uh, matter. Well, the point is, I that, would like, rather the, be that. The, I, like she, I don't think I want to be Batwoman Batman, personally. Yeah. That's personally, I want it to be Batwoman. I think yeah. that would. I don't be, think they can. I don't know. I think they. I. I think it wasn't that the rule of like there was a lawsuit when the uh, they wanted to release the Blu-ray of Batman '66. I do believe that's why Gotham is on Fox. Is that Fox owned Batman sixty six? Uh, yes, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that rule applies the same way, say like Fox and the X Men, where any X Men created after X date doesn't yeah. it doesn't actually factor into the deal anymore. And Batwoman, well, Batwoman and, was and, before sixty six. Well, right, but 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 her <laughs> Kathy Kane was, but Kate oh. Kane is the same character, but it's like different Kate enough that you might be able to get away with it. Yeah. I agree. I, you know, I just, it's like one of those things is like, I wish we could have Batman. You know, I honestly, I don't like Green Arrow fills that part for me. Batman's in the movies. I'd rather have, I'd rather have more characters, you know, because I know I'm always going to get Batman stuff. I will always, always, always get Batman stuff. I have video games and books and movies and cartoons and all this stuff, but I don't have. I don't have that stuff for Supergirl or for Arrow or for the Flash or for the Legends or anything like that. I, I so I appreciate all of this instead. I like it more in in, in that way. I'm with you. I agree. I agree. You turned me over. <laughs> <laughs> Logic. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess that does that bring us up to Legends now. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 go over some let's go over some legends. Let's go over some of the legends. See you later, Dominator. Says Camel <laughs> in the chat. Wow. Yeah. So in this conversation, you know, like I was thinking while everyone was talking, I, w- I was thinking that. So Thea makes this reference about like they call oh they call it like all of says oh they call themselves the legends, and she's like like pompous or but it yeah, works, you yeah. know like or whatever it is but it's catchy we're catching. We're catching. it just occurred to me now like we know legends of tomorrow comes from a comic book title that's where the name comes from sure. and so it, like it could come off as a little comic booky but because they're going through time like they could be they're like you know like the legends of history like oh we heard this story we don't know if it's true or not like a myth they, like a myth like they're the myths of history but it's like so they're like legends in that way right it's not so much like Heroes live, you know, like heroes die, but legends live forever, kid. Right, you know, right. like Babe Ruth ghosts from the Sandlot. Just like know? we're the legends of podcasting. Babe Ruth ghosts from the Sandlot. That's good. Yeah, that's wow. good. Yeah. You know what I'm, ta- you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, oh, absolutely. Heroes are remembered. <laughs> heroes are remembered, but legends never die. Remember that, kid. Remember yeah, that. but but the thing is, though, uh, Rip lied to them about that. 
the only reason he selected them is because they made no difference in history whatsoever. <laughs> so they're not like they're, they're they have no impact on on the rest of time. Well, well, well now Stein now, has a daughter. Not, yeah, they're actually well, but they're yeah, changing but that's before they killed the Time Masters, which right. you know who, who they didn't yeah. see that coming. Too they much, of, like, but even with Flashpoint now, like all of that doesn't really doesn't none of that is real anymore. You know, so like some of it could be or it couldn't be, yeah, but well, like they're un- they're they themselves are unimpacted by Flashpoint, right? Like, I mean, that's still the understanding of. I the, think that's like, the case. Yeah, because, Stein, right, because they were Stein's outside daughter the was a result of his own aberration, right? Right, right. right when yeah. he and his wife took a trip to Pound Town. Right. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, can they say that on on sure, TV? Sure can. Yes, they can. Look, if Gossip yep. Girl can exist on the CW, they can say Pound Town. I know, but Pound Town. You know? you see, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I guess we're saying it on our podcast now. So there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Welcome to Pound Town TV talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, even the, the conversation with Arrow and Sarah right at the Arrow and Sarah, Oliver and Sarah right at the end where, you know, like this was nice. It all started with us. I don't think I've ever thought about that before. Like I've, yeah. certainly Arrow, but like she is the second costumed heroed vigilante in that universe. You're right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the canary. Oh, see, I took that in a different that's way. Not, that's not true, though. Huntress was technically before her in terms yeah, but of she's not, But Huntress isn't a hero in that show. No, well, she, she goes she to was jail. a vigilante in as much as Oliver was. Yeah, like, but but she, but he's transcended beyond that, and so has Sarah. Because they've all killed people. That's not in question. But right. like, but they're the ones that have continued. <laughs> Wait, this. hang on now. Who is Flash killed? No, I'm talking uh, about Arrow and Sarah and Hunter. Season three, season two. Yeah, he killed all a right. lot of people at the beginning of season two. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it was more meant of if we didn't sneak off. That's right. And get together. And you know, start to that's how I took it. None of this would happen. That's how I took it too. Because right after she said, you know, if it wasn't for us, this wouldn't happen. She says, if we had never gotten on that boat. Oh yeah. yeah, See, I still, I, I, you know, that what you said actually makes more sense. But I, I did think it was like we were the first two standing in this room of heroes and all these shows. We were the first two. Right. We were the big ones. We were the most important ones. The first two out of this group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like they earned that. I don't feel like they earned that moment. I think like overall, you know, and, and maybe I'm I'm kind of maybe jumping a little bit too far ahead here. But I mean, overall, I, I, I feel like the, the crossover was really it fell pretty flat for me. Like I was really hyped for this thing. I was looking forward to it. And I loved the Flash episode because I felt like the Flash episode set up a lot of action. I was a little let down because Supergirl was really more of a prelude as, as opposed to actually being part of it. Arrow sucked all the energy out. Legends felt extremely rushed and characters were acting out of character. Like like this, the, I, I'll, I'll, like I said, maybe I'm jumping ahead here. But guys, overall, this crossover event was kind of a net fail for me. Wow. I think I you're a net fail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Internet someone failed. get the net, get this, get this failure out of here. Look, I don't. It's, I, it's, it's uh, maybe net fails too strong. What I mean is that it, it was clearly. I mean, it was, it was a bold, a uh, uh, move on their part to try to do something very extremely ambitious. But I just feel like it got really jumbled. And so, like when it comes to the big moment of like you know re- looking back over the history of of DC TV. Like I just I don't feel they earned that moment. I don't think that this is this is the crossover. This is the event that you you get to do that moment. 
because I just feel like it all came across as pretty jumbled and a nice try and add a boy and we'll get him next time. That's that's I walk away from the crossover like that. Net fail, probably too strong. So I apologize. Is this um, the crossover that we needed, but not the one we deserved? Neither. <laughs> neither. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Bo on this one, guys. I, I think that it really? did fall a little bit short for me. I think that it was hyped up really well and promoted really well. And I was really excited going into it. Maybe they raised my expectations beyond what they were able to deliver. Um, net fail might be a little strong, but I'm, it's not. Entirely too strong. It's only slightly too strong, I think, because, um, you know, if I look at what I episodes I enjoyed of the four episodes, I'm going to include Supergirl in here just just to to be kind of circumspect about this thing. Completest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Supergirl, I would give a thumbs up. Arrow, I'd give a thumbs up. Uh, Sorry, Flash, I'd give a thumbs up. Arrow, I'd give sort of a middle thumb. And, 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 And Legends, I would honestly give kind of a thumbs down because it felt like they were sort of phoning it in and 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 getting cutting to the chase a little a little too much. Um, like like that scene in Legends of, of you know, this was kind of in the same vein of that, you know, it all started with us, but of Barry and Arrow getting a beer together. You know, that that yeah. was one a very rushed scene. And on the other hand, it'd be like, you know, if I was in that bar with him, be like, guys, what what just happened here? I, like, <laughs> why uh, why is this random? <laughs> why is this random guy getting a beer with the, the mayor of, of Star City? What's going on here? <laughs> he can have yeah, friends. Like, even beyond that. I mean, I got to tell you guys, I. I you know, we, we podcast on this stuff. We we overanalyze the Flash and, and DC television like to the nth degree. And when it was all said and done, I was still like, wait, what? Like literally, what just can happened? somebody sit down and explain to me what just happened? <laughs> like, um, and see, I, I don't. That- that's the difference for me. Whereas, like, we do that for Supergirl, but like our episode was the mid-season finale. So then I wa- I watched Flash, Arrow, and Legends, and went, "I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is. This is this is a really hard thing to accomplish. They had to. There was a lot of balls juggling in the air, especially since Arrow 100 fit right in the middle of this, yeah. literally in the middle. And then on top of that, you're still working on a TV budget, actors' schedules. You know, like yeah, there's like so much going on. I was like. I was really I was really impressed. I don't feel like I don't feel like anybody's characterization was so wildly off or different that I was like, that's something, you know, that's something Commander Steel would never do or Citizen Steel would never do. I don't think the, I, think, I think the characters were all pretty much nailed. I think the characters were nailed. I think it's just the pacing of the story was up and down, up and Th- down. That for me and I agree with. But I'm also that's like, my that's my gripe. The story I agree pacing. with. But I'm still like I'm watching a television show and I understand like the needs to fit. Like it's a crossover, but it's like it's right. a crossover where it's gonna have to matter for a few thing for a few different reasons, and it's not just like you know Sleepy Hollow was on Bones, hooray, you know, <laughs> yeah. or you know Matlock and Murder She Wrote, Matt, you know. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Though. Listen, you, you, the you, Matlock you, and Diagnosis Murder crossover was a delight. Yeah, I tell you, yeah. a delight. I know, but they didn't know each other after that. That's the point. Like, there's got to be like, like a Golden Girls Empty Nest episode. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think for me, I, I. I I don't want to call it a net fail, and I don't want to call it like really great. I think what they could have done differently with Arrow to keep it momentum going was that B story involving the other Arrow team members. We could have lived without them, and they could have actually moved some of what they tried to do in Legends. Maybe Martin Stein and his daughter, or something else, and moved that there. So that would have kept momentum going, so that in the last episode you have this big battle where everything's already set up. They kind of had to re-put things in position after Arrow. True, but that that's doing those actors and characters for people who do like those characters a disservice because, like, because no, sorry, <laughs> because um, 
I like Curtis, damn it. Um, I like Rack Curtis, Man. but Wild Dog like is Curtis. way off. Yeah, it's not, my, it's not my style of character, but that's not important right now. Um, you know, um, what's the cockpit? It's the place where the pilot has the plane, but that's not important right now. But, like, you know, if if Iris, if Iris, Wally, and Joe can have stuff to do on the Flash, then you need to give Team Arrow yeah. something to do on Arrow. Like, no question. That's just fairness. And then you need to give Vixen, Heatwave, and Citizen Steel something to do in Legends. Because, okay, I agree with that. You know, like, they, it's they, those are still their shows. Um, but couldn't they have inter- – they could have interwoven, I think, Stein – like, found a way, instead of using Cisco, who's everywhere all the time, they could have woven – episode, a, right? Yeah. They could have woven a legend into that to kind of move that story along so that the pacing was right. Because what happened was at Legends, you had, you know, what was it, 47 minutes to get through, you know, and everybody is just getting back to Earth from being stolen and, you know, having a, a, you know, acid trip with, you know, dominatrixes. You know, I mean, it just it seemed a little, you know, I can understand it. But I mean, overall, I, I loved the whole thing, even though. Legends was a bit of a letdown, and it was kind of like, oh, they stung us. Ow, we need to leave now. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it mm-hmm. felt anticlimactic. Yeah, I think yeah. overall, I liked, I liked the idea of what they were doing here. I'd love to see them do more. Me too. It, you it, know, here's the thing: it needed space to breathe, and the frustrating yes. thing is, it had the space, and that's and that's really where I feel like it was. It was a, it was kind of a, a bit of a letdown there. And the other thing too is, I think Tim, you mentioned that. You know, it, it is television. It is television, and there's there's some you know obvious needed necessities with that. And that's to some extent that's fair. However, we also live in a day and age. We live in a post Daredevil Netflix world, right? You know, if if you you know if you think of like an arc where you actually have four episodes, hour long episodes, and what we've been able to see in Netflix series and what they're able to accomplish there, like this is it. And you talk about this huge budget. I mean, the special effects, we didn't even touch on this, but the special effects for the most part were incredible. Phenomenal. So good. Amazing. Very good. I agree. So you have, you have all of this money, you have all of this time, you have all of these properties and it seems like, and I don't know, and you know, whoever, it it may be more of a marketing mindset or, or whatever, but it almost seems like, oh, we need to we need to sell people on Supergirl, so let's give them a really good Supergirl episode. And oh, we need to bring back the Arrow uh, viewers who are now Flash viewers. Let's remind them of how great Arrow is. And then we just jam the story that we actually want us to tell into like whatever time's remaining. And it, it, it's a hodgepodge. It really is. No, and and to some extent, I agree with that, but Netflix, the way Netflix makes shows is not the way that network TV can make shows. Yeah, I was going to say if, that. If, if you... This, I mean, this is a hard conversation for like for us because we're we're fans from outside the show too, yeah. And so it's a little different. Like, but if I like it to a regular viewer, just a non comic book fan, like, hey, I watch Flash or whatever, and you had an entire episode where where Barry, without his costume, just talked to Joe and Iris and Wally and Cisco and Caitlin and whatever else. But like there was no action. It's just character development. It's just them talking. You a cannot sell you cannot sell that to a network. It will not fly. It will not fly to the general viewer. Most general viewers. Netflix has the ability to draw out a story in a way that network TV can't. But, yes but and no. That, yes is that no. true? I don't think so, man. I mean, like I said, like granted, you're right. There, there's kind of a, a stretch of episodes that go like back to back. I'm saying that if network television was to have the ability to do what Netflix does, this was it. Like this was 
where you had the time. Oh, sure. The okay. Space, that you know, that I understand. And okay. the budget. And so, like, you know, if you wanted to do that, it could happen, but it has to flow together. And it didn't flow together. Here. I think the problem is, too, is let's not forget. I mean, Netflix and, and HBO and all these other premium shows, they're dealing with 10 episode seasons. The problem I think that we're seeing with all the DC shows going all the way around the board is they're trying to draw these 24 episode arcs out. And I think we talked about this bow last year at the end of Flash, where I said, I want to see a half a season, like right. do a 12 episode arc. The story will flow more. The climax will come during November sweeps. You have a couple of episodes in December to end it and bam, come back and do something else. They could have easily done this crossover with the force with the four things, leave us on a cliffhanger, have them all go out on their mid season finale on this and come back and finish the crossover, do a two week crossover with a cross with, with that, with that cliffhanger so that you deal with the arrow 100. I think that was just a scheduling gap. They were like, Oh crap. We, we, Oh, it's the 100th episode. What do we do here? You know, I think they messed up, but I could see where they would do something like that in the middle of the season. I mean, it's it's gutsy, but I mean, it would have given us a little more time to let this breathe and, and fill itself out. And the episode, the thing you mentioned, too, about Flash, I mean, they can pull off. Flash has pulled off the episode where there was no action, especially the one Kevin Smith did last year. And that was one of the best episodes of the season where all he's doing is talking to his dead mom. But there was action, though. There was girder. There was still right. the, and he still showed up as the Flash at the end. So like, I completely yes, forgot about girder. Like, yeah. I completely forgot about girder because he I was too. And yep. I mean, all the stuff that uh, that Will's talking about, but I completely forgot about Girder. Right, and that, like, uh, that's all true. But I'd be like, and but because like we're the like I I'm my favorite superhero stories are the ones where they're literally just sitting in costume or out of costume having a conversation. Like right. the character development is so like sometimes like when action shows up, I'm like, yeah, action is cool, but you know, like I really like story. You care about the story more? Yeah, yeah, I care about the. But like I'm not always the norm. I'm definitely not the norm, and I don't think the rest of us are really the. norm norm in that way um True. and so and so you do you do get kind of put in this like stuck kind of position and you can't please everybody and ultimately what are you supposed to be serving are you serving the crossover for all is the whole season supposed to serve the crossover or is the crossover supposed to be fun and but then and then serve the rest of the mm -hmm. series mm -hmm. right. i think i think to, to, to that point man the, i i think you're right but i would say that they i don't know that they defined what they wanted the crossover to be and, it, and we as an audience felt that because it felt it was going in a bunch of different directions. And so I, I still, you know, it was a great marketing ploy. And maybe at the end of the day, that's what it was. Um, but I think from a story standpoint, like in the end, I, I was very impressed with Supergirl. You know, I, I, I was I'm probably I, I was like if I'm filling out like a little form. Am I more likely now to watch an episode of Supergirl having seen this crossover? Yes. Am I more likely now to go back and watch uh, get caught up on Arrow? No. You know, like like there's really? I feel like. Interesting. Well, my, well, that yes, that's true. But I feel like that's the that's the exit polling that they yeah. want us to yeah. have from once this is all done. Is this was just kind of a big marketing deal, and that's always fine as long as the product is good, right? Like Transformers, in-game Transformers, sell those toys. Sure, well, right, great. But the reason why it has the staying power is because the fantastic characters and stories that we got out of it. So I don't think this crossover has that kind of staying power and being this kind of as iconic as it could have been because the story was disjunct. Yeah, that's true. But you also just compared an entire series and line of toys to f 
three and a quarter episodes of a television show. No, but I, I get what he's saying. The idea is yeah. the idea of the crossover was really like a business from his business standpoint was let's get all the viewers of these four different shows to, to mix sure. together and try yeah. to get people to watch the shows they wouldn't have watched Absolutely. otherwise. It's one of the reasons that Justice League was published in 1960 to begin with. Right. To bring all these characters right. and get them right. writing all their books. Sure. Right. Right. Exactly. That's that's what the idea was here. The same way that Transformers was. Let's get the kids to buy the toys. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I get I get the point you're making there. And I I, I do agree with you for the most part, Bo. I, I, I think that I think that what they did was a very noble thing and, and a really cool idea, really fun for us as fans. Listen, I enjoyed it. I, I still I still enjoyed it. I actually would like to go back and rewatch all four episodes kind of as a movie mm-hmm. um, one of these days, uh, maybe maybe over this this winter break. But um, uh, yeah, I think it, it wasn't everything that it could have been, but. Uh, I still enjoyed it. It was still a hell of a lot of fun. We still got to see all these characters on one screen at the same time. Like that, I was geeking the hell out mm-hmm. every time that happened. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I it was it was great. It was great to see these characters together. It wasn't perfect, but it was still fun. Um, and hopefully they'll do it again in in seasons to come. Um, and uh, and and maybe they'll do an even better job. Yeah. Well, I think I think that I think the legs, and I mean, I I run a I help out on the legends podcast so this hurts my feelers on the inside but i have a strange sneaking suspicion we will not see a season three i have a feeling you might be right and that's that is too bad yeah and so i mean it's i think they're going to replace it next year i i still think they're going to try to do the legion i mean they brought the dominators they keep bringing up like you know they showed the ring last year these little hints dominators are coming back into supergirl later Mm -hmm. in her season and are so, they really? Yeah. Well, they because yeah. cool. she talked about how they exist in her universe, and so it would stand to reason that maybe they they show you know it doesn't have to connect to this crossover. But we're gonna right. you know like see from CW's perspective, like look, we spent a hell of a lot of money designing this stuff, <laughs> like and then making these CG rendered models. You can best be sure you're gonna be seeing the Dominators again. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I could see I could see the crossover next year doing what they did last year, which is the crossover served to launch whatever was next. I have a strange sneaking suspicion that next year's crossover will probably be something similar. <coughs> Excuse me. When um which which show is moving to pair up with another show? Legend, Legends Legends. moving to Flash. So you'll get uh, Flash and then Legends on Tuesday night. So that that's in my opinion, that's a strong move because that will actually I, I will watch that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless, and like, you know, it's very rare that we actually record the same night. And so if, if, if we if I'm done, j- just get done watching Flash, especially right now with the fact that, you know, Eobard's over there, then I'm I'm likely to, to continue sitting it on. In fact, you know, there's always that like five, you know, not even five minutes, more like like two minutes of whatever the new show is. What is it? Last people on Earth who don't care about stuff. What, what's it called? Last man no, on t- Earth? no, tomorrow. No, no, no tomorrow. tomorrow. That's the one. Uh, and so it's like I, I watch it for two seconds and be like, I am not in like the right mode for this. But I, I coming off of Flash, I'm You'll more be in like, the right mode for Legends. Yeah, exactly. I, I absolutely agree with that. Like you will finish watching Flash and you're like, I am not in the mood for Jane the Virgin. Mm. Exactly. Right. You know? exactly. Like, but no. I mean, like, you know, as a as a as a, as a dessert, as a mouche bouche. Actually, that's a pre thing. <laughs> but point being, I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'll Did try you guys call us mouche bouche? Isn't that a thing? That's a yes, thing. it is. A mouche bouche is a thing. You You are correct. All right. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know how to take that. I want, I want to. I want to. I want to uh, 
two things. Uh, I think we're, we're going to wrap up, but two things before two things before we do. One, the ending with the Dominators leaving. I don't know if anybody else got this, but it reminded me of War of the Worlds, oh, where it's like yeah. there's this big invasion and like like oh we don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's scared. It's like we got a cold. A chew. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> we and, said that last night. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Great. So like. <laughs> That's a very iconic story. So, like, in a way, like, Dominators being like, okay, goodbye. We're not living up to our name. But you know what? That's not our real name. You called us that. <laughs> you put you put that on us. So, we're actually, actually, we're actually the, the cutting runners. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, actually, we're fight or flight. So, um, yeah, we're the flighters. You gave us ouchies. Uh, we're gone. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did. I actually didn't mind that too much. But we, we, we made fun of the Hanger of Justice. Um, but do you think that we're going to see where, do you think that we're going to see it again in a so. more renovated s- type of arena? Well, yeah. we talked about this on legends, uh, last night where, you know, so legends well, God, got a guys, huge rating boost. work today. I can't keep, I can't keep <laughs> listening to you guys. Jeez. <laughs> That's how most so, people feel about the television show. So the well, podcast makes it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> But yeah, Legends got a huge rating boost from uh, from the crossover, yeah. which yes, is nice. But you know, we had talked about how we all did you know, actually it, it was, across the board. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every show uh, got a huge ratings boost, and so. But we were talking about how Legends, you know, if it doesn't survive, one thing that that could happen that would be interesting is if at the end of this season they 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 kind of pivot and they send a new team that no one cares about to manage time. And we have the legends come and renovate the Hall of Justice, and we have like a, a Justice League or Justice Society show instead of Legends. And if, if we're not going to get a season three, I could and see them doing Infinity and call it Infinity Incorporated. They don't want to do Titans because they may do that on TNT still, I guess. So I could see them doing something like Infinity Inc., which because they have a Justice Society member. I was thinking about that earlier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I that's mean, something that, that I would be. like to see. I would like to uh, see whatever they want to make. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. I think, I think despite individual problems that we we all we might all have some more than others or anything like that, I think ultimately at the end of the day we're like, yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Give me more, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Remember I still when... want Green Lantern. I still want Green. Oh, I'm a Green Lantern too. guy. <laughs> um, this is slightly unrelated, but I actually saw recently that Jeff Johns just started following Army Hammer on Twitter, and the last time Jeff did that, it was for Joe. Manglanelli, min orange and the bananas. Um, Manganello. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and we know he's playing Deathstroke in Justice League. So the rumor is that Army Hammer is somebody, maybe Green Lantern. But that's interesting. So if you're looking for Green Lantern, there better you go. Casting. That, that's a better that's... casting. Maybe Shovel would have been better, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could go John Stewart on the TV show very easily. Well, I would John, love John that, Stewart. Everybody keeps forgetting John yes. Stewart is confirmed for the Green Lantern movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, oh, is he, he okay? Quit television. He quit television. Trevor Noah is is doing it now, and I got to tell you, Trevor oh. Noah. Actually, oh. uh, get out of here! <laughs> <Boop, boop, laughs> okay, very good. I'm glad you made that. My ex-wife's text tone, like by you. the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I well, think on that note, <laughs> I want to get I just uh, just going around. We'll we'll go backwards through. We'll go backwards through the podcasts. Uh, I want to out of five stars. How would you do this? How would you rate this crossover going backwards? The individual people. So, Will, that would be you. OK, out of five, you said out of five. I'm going to give it a four. Solid four. Solid four. Matt. Yeah, based on yeah. Flash. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree. I, I, I think it's a four. Like I had fun. My expectations were exactly met. Uh, and so, yeah, I thought it was great. Four. Bo? 
I'm going to give it a two. I, you know, there's a lot of great character stories that were wrapped up, which I was really happy to see. Um, I felt like some of the characters did not, they, they acted out of character. It was jumbled. I loved seeing the hall of justice. I loved the flash episode. Uh, I loved seeing Supergirl in, in our universe. Um, but the rest of it was pretty rough. So two. Okay. Frank, well, uh, the whole crossover, I'll, I'll, I'll give a, uh, I'll give it a four. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a four. Sounds yeah. like a soft four, but a soft give it four. a four. A soft yeah. four, but a four nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, soft star. You know, yeah. the, those yeah, yeah, yeah. very scientific soft stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're like... It's a star that's about to burn out. Well, it's like know? dwarf stars, but not quite. Mm, it's yeah, just a soft yeah. star. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a little soft star. A, br- a brown dwarf. Yeah. A brown yeah, dwarf, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. right. They can't quite yeah, yeah. use, you know, hydrogen, but they have... They, they yeah. rain iron. I can't, OMG science. I can't quite power an atom suit on it, but you know what? It's okay. Well, no, it's what happens inside the... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a, a hard star for um, I really liked it despite some of its flaws. I think I, I, I give I think I give things credit for maybe like working within the boundaries of everything that we can work with things that we know and not like we're, we're a bunch of people talking like, you know, in a room like, you know, we've never been on, you know, we've you know, we have not made one of these shows ourselves. You know what I mean? So right. some sometimes we say things where we're like, maybe it's like this. Maybe it's not. Who's to say? But you know what? I got some of my favorite characters together on screen at the end of the day nobody killed nobody killed somebody so okie dokie you know yeah, well also nobody snapped uh, anybody's necks oh. great as as the person who gave the harshest of the of the criticism let me say this like yeah no you're you're exactly right and i mean i will say this i've never made a tv show but i do know that whenever you're putting out anything creative uh you're so you know you put it out there and, and people you know they're gonna they're gonna take it however they are and exactly, you know, you're exactly of, right part of mm-hmm. job to some extent or, or at least uh you know, self-proclaimed job, so to speak, is is we are we are commentators, right? We are content creators yes. around this content, so we create commentary around it, and we look at it with with an analytical eye. And yes, that means we we we. I think it is is definitely fair to to hold things to a high standard when we believe that that high standard can and, and should be achieved. And uh, you know, like I said, I when I said net fail, I already know we're going to get some negative feedback on that. So you were going to get negative. You are going to get negative feedback. Why do you think I did the star rating? No, but I so I already know the 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 negative feedback's coming. So let me let me walk that back one more time. That was too harsh. That's not necessarily what I meant. This is more for me. I felt like it was very bold. I kind of stumbled, but I, I and I I want to see him do it again. The visuals were incredible, but. Um, yeah, maybe a, a stronger story and, and use the time that they have. That's what I want right. to see. Yeah, so. that's my main thing. Use the time better. I'll say this too: the inside the chat room, Camel, he also gave it a four. Yes. So. <laughs> Thank you, Camel. All right. I'm glad you're also in the house of L. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, this has been an absolute blast. Uh, why don't we Why don't we go around the horn here and, and why don't you guys uh, tell us about your shows? Uh, Will Will and Bell, why don't you tell us where people can find uh, Legends? TV talk. Okay, you can find us um, Legends TV Talk. You can find us on Facebook under facebook.com slash Legends TV Talk. Email show at Legends TV Talk.com. And we are all on the Twitters. I'm at WR Benson. I'm at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. And our third co host, Kyle Krause89. All right. And where can we find Flash TV Talk? So you can tweet us at Flash TV Talk. Uh, you can also email the show. That's Flash at Podesteri.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. And Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. Uh, you also check out Panel to Screen, which is a podcast that we do whenever there is a major uh, comic book geeky movie. It's it's not a uh, it's not like a weekly show or anything like that. It is strictly movie reviews. You go back, you find some great movie reviews in there. You also find some rose-colored retrospectives where we take some universally panned uh, movies and we look at how they got right and what uh, 
is commonly overlooked. So check that out. If that seems your thing, paneldescreen.com is where you can find that. I'm at the real Bo York on Twitter. Uh, Bell already mentioned all of our other stuff for Flash TV Talk. I would also encourage you to check out our webcomic that Bell and I do called The Brogues at thebrogues.com, where right now we have got an awesome alternate timeline reality thing going on in a story that we call Fast Point. It's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. So Such an original <laughs> thought. Yeah, it's, it's hey, we don't want to get sued, okay? It's a <laughs> differentiated fast point. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's on. It takes place on Earth two T O O. Exactly. Oh. Earth yeah. also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, and and of course, be sure to check out podesteriostudios.com for uh, for a nice wrap up of uh, of all those shows. Um, Tim, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find Beer with Geeks? Uh, you can find Frank and myself on Beer with Geeks. Uh, at beerwithgeeks.com, uh, at gmail.com, Twitter and Facebook, um, Beer with Geeks. You can rate and review us on uh, on iTunes and all other places like uh, Satchel and Overcast and Google Play and all other places that podcasts can be found. Um, you can find Frank at Frank Ramblings on Twitter, and you can find myself at Timp underscore Gannon, G-A-N-N-O-N. Um, Yes, I know my last name is the bad guy from Zelda. It is not spelled the same. <laughs> I am aware. I'm used to it. Uh, he's, who I, he's who I play in Smash Brothers. It's all fine. Story of your life. It is indeed. I do like to rescue princesses from mm. castles. Um, that is the story of my life. Fun fact. Yep. Where can people find us on Supergirl TV Talk? SupergirlTVTalk.com. Uh, you can find SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com, at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Uh, of course, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, rate and review all these shows on iTunes, please, and, and help us all out. Help spread the wealth and, and uh, help get the, the word out about uh, about more shows and uh, and help us out that way. And, of course, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com for, uh, for Supergirl TV Talk, for Beer with Geeks, and for uh, Marketers Next Door, my, my other podcast about social media. Uh, that, I think, wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. This so much. Man, thank you so much. We got, we got to, it, it, it's got to take more than the than the universe uh, falling apart and aliens invading for us to get together. Yeah, it? we got to stop yeah. meeting like this. Well, Flash yeah. TV <laughs> talk. We have another crossover, a smaller crossover coming up. Uh, the musical episode. Do so, we? Yeah. So let's not forget. It is. It, sometimes it is good old fashioned musical theater to bring us together, as kind of it was before we started recording. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is we'll be back. Wait and see. Oh, dear You'll God. remember how you listen to me sing this song on the show with Will Bell, Tim, Frank, and Bo. <laughs> Come and close. Don't you leave without leaving those reviews. <laughs> that was a rhyme that really fell flat. And if like you your know, voice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have cut him off sooner. <laughs> Maybe we will in post. We'll just oh, fade out. <laughs> just, that'd be too. good. Yeah. Yeah. The outro music. Oh, man. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will catch you another time. But until then, cheers. Up, up, and away. Yeah, we'll be back in a flash. You stay classy, multiverse. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> yeah. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.